Welcome to Allison's Wonderland. I'm your host, Allison Packard. Join us as we journey through the looking glass and down the rabbit hole into the wild and wonderful world of animation and video games. Hey, do a girl a favor and please subscribe to this podcast and go on iTunes and leave us a good review. If you like the show, please help spread the word. It really helps us to get heard by more people. Thanks so much. Hey guys, welcome to Allison's Wonderland, the show that takes you into the world of animation and games. And I am so excited because today we have a special guest, the one and only voice actress, Jessica DeChico. Jessica is in both an Annie and Emmy nominated voice actress. You definitely know her work on shows like It's Pony, The Muppet Babies, Adventure Time, and of course The Loud House. So we're super excited to have this chat. And I always say we, but I really mean me. So uh, Jessica, welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for coming. It's yeah. so good to see your face. You too. I love your energy. You always bring such great energy everywhere Thank you go. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Yeah. We know each other, of course, from CESD. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. CESD, <laughs> shout out. Yeah, um, it's so great to connect with you and sit down and I learned so much about you <laughs> and your beautiful life. And I mean, I knew you were from New York, but yeah, tell us a little bit about your family life growing up. Yeah, so... I was, it's funny because I was actually born in LA. Oh, you were? Like, yeah, like right, you know, same hospital that my kids were born because my dad was an actor. Same doctor. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, I hope not. No, not same doctor. But <laughs> I, I was trying to find the same room if I was like, if we were born in the same room or not. Ooh. But I couldn't find the, the, you know, the room number. But anyway, so my dad was an actor back in the day, like in the, you know, back in the day. Yeah. I'm going to date myself. And uh, yeah, so so he had to be in LA. And so we were born here. And then my mom wanted New York kids. So she moved the family. We moved to New York. And I, I grew up in New York. And then, in of the course, city. yeah, in Manhattan on the Upper West Side. Wow. Upper West Side girl. And, yeah. you know, Seinfeld, like... Yeah. My life is very Seinfeldy. And then of course, like, you know, after school, like I came right back to LA. <laughs> so and That's I've been so here funny. for, you know, a while now. So And so your dad was an actor. Re- d- growing up and watching him go to set and, and doing auditions and stuff, did you feel like that was in your blood? So it just seemed like normal to yeah. me. And I think that did help with like a transition into mm-hmm. acting, but it, it wasn't it just yeah, it just it just was a very natural thing for me to do it for sure. Yeah. It definitely helped. And how old were you when you started? So it's funny, my my mom like brought me to an agent when I was a kid. I think I was like six or something. Uh And I had to say to the, you know, to the agent, like, these are yummy, mommy. And or something like that. And and I was like, I'm not gonna say that. And she's like, why? And like, because you're not my mommy. And so she like marched me back out, right back to my mom. She's like, nope, not ready. And so, and then it was crazy, like in school, I was in like second grade and I got chosen to be in this, like this thing, this show called Free to Be a Family, just randomly, like, like out of all the kids. They came and like were scouting at your actual school? They scouted in my school and they picked one kid. crazy? That's like legal? (laughs) Yeah, right? I know. And they picked one kid from my school. I got lucky. It was me. And like that ended up like starting my whole career pretty much. That's Like in on-camera acting. I did on-camera at first. Yeah. Wow. But, was, you know, maybe that just speaks to your charisma, <laughs> your natural charm. I had, like, no teeth. I had, like, curly hair and a super raspy voice, and they just thought I was, like, Oh, spunky. we need to cut to the tape. <laughs> cut to the tape. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If I Actually, be able to find I, do, I do have a tape. <gasps> I do. I'll, I'll send you the link. There's a YouTube Insert thing. Insert tape here. Insert, like, yeah, YouTube vid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, wow, that was so funny, as if we're coming back from this. Yes. <laughs> it was, uh, I was in, like, 
third grade, I think, when it aired. So uh-huh. that was eight-year-old me. And yeah, it's, I'm, so now I'm interested to see if like my kids naturally fall into it. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. So did it shift how you felt about yourself at that time? It was just fun. Mm -hmm. Like I loved being a part of this really cool project. This like, it was like bigger than life. Like John Bon Jovi was in it. And like, yeah, like it was so funny. He'd be like, I'm a cowboy, you know, on a steel horse. And like his like double guitar. It was just really cool. And you know who else was on that show actually? Donald Faison from, do you know him? Like Mm -hmm. from... Scrubs. Oh. Yeah, so he started he got started on the same he was on that same show. Oh wow. And there's a couple people who like got started doing that free to be a family show. Anyway, but yes, like I just I had like I got bitten by the bug and it wasn't even like acting. It yeah. was like just being around it and like, you know, being in front of cameras and like getting to know all the people who work on the show was just an awesome experience. Yeah. It was very cool. So did that solidify it for you where you're like, boom, I want to do this? Yeah. So after that, my mom showed that clip, which might be here. Hello, agent. (laughs) And we got an agent. And the first movie I booked, the first project that I booked was Godfather Part 3. Oh, no big deal. And I- No big deal. I like spent a, you know, like it was like like a, a week or maybe I can't remember how long I was on set. And I was just like very, again, like very curious, interested in this like process. And so, you know, I see like the monitor, like, you know, they're filming it and I see like the monitor. So I just walk over to the monitor. I'm just watching and everyone else is like, you know, I didn't even notice that like nobody else was around me. I'm just mm-hmm. watching. And then this guy starts talking to me. He like, you know, he like lets me hang out with him. And it was Francis Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> and he just, he like, he just took a liking to me and like he let me he showed me like you know the zoe trope like inside like the zoe trope like it was like a trailer and you can see like you know there were like all the the, the film that was hap- like going on and like wow, you get to watch everything back film right because like, like we're talking it, film. it was very cool and like just to have that experience like all, these things just kept solidifying this for me yeah. you know and so yeah. that was a cool experience magic it's literal it's you know magic. it's magic by the true definition of the for word for sure a hundred percent yeah I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. <laughs> I know. I miss those days of like, I don't know. But there's still magic. There's magic here and magic to come. Is there? there is still magic. I promise you. I hope so. 100%. Yeah. I mean, you're working on a ton of shows and you've got, you know, two beautiful kids too. So That's magical. Yeah. It's so <laughs> magical. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to think that the whole thing has come full circle when I see my kid and, and see my, my son is just turned six. And I'm like, yeah. was I that little and like sweet at that age? You think when you're six, you're like grown up. And then you really have it's you know, such a wild ride to be yeah. a parent and yeah. to like watch them go through this and it just it's incredible, isn't it? Like it's incredible. Yeah. Do you feel that being a parent has really affected your work working in animation since it's most of it is children's entertainment? I would say so. Yeah. It's affected me. I'm curious to hear if it's affected you too. Big time. Yeah. Like I, I definitely watch more shows now. Yes. And I get to see who it is we're doing this for and yeah. how it affects them and what they respond to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like just watching him watch and I'm just like taking notes, you know, and it's so fun to watch him watch the shows that I've worked on <laughs> and laugh, like deep belly laughs. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, yes, like we're doing it, you yeah. know? It's it's just it really I don't know, it, it gives 
gives you a different perspective on like what I've been doing for this whole time and now I have a totally different perspective on it. It's more and meaningful. Yeah, for sure. You know? How, yeah, have, like what has your experience uh, oh, been? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it just makes me want it so much more too. Yeah. Like to uh, align with the right projects that are really going to uplift and inspire. Was, I went in to read for my son's school and they just dropped, well, this was like, I, I was just allowed to go in because they weren't having outside visitors because oh, that's of the so pandemic. Nice. They were still wearing masks, but I went and I was reading Elephant and Piggy book or Piggy yes, and Elephant. I, the best. I, yeah. And my son goes, my mommy's a voice actor. And I was like, and they were like, I was like, Pody, like, I don't know, like, like shy for a second. Like, don't tell, don't, don't build it up. You know, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to have sure. enough expectations. <laughs> and then they were like, I just started doing a couple voices, just spitballing. And then they were like, ah! <laughs> I was like, this is great. Children's theater. Here we go. <laughs> so fun. Yes. Oh my gosh, I I do want, like, let's do something. Oh my God, let's do something. I, I, I'm like, I've been really wanting to like work on some sort of children's programming, like direct mm-hmm. something or produce or something. So oh we'll have God. to talk about that. We should talk. <laughs> this is where the magic happens. Yes. Because my, and yeah, Dash is just about to turn four. And did he just turn six or? Just turn six. Okay. So they're pretty close in age. Yeah. Dash likes older kids. So and we're going to go camping. Yes, we are. <laughs> the summer's coming. Yes. But I need your help because I don't know I, girl, I'm how on to it. book these places. I'm <laughs> on it. I'm on it. So you kind of have an interesting story too. Graduating from college, you moved immediately then moved to Los Angeles, but you yeah. kind of had already had a little foot in the door, right? Because you were doing voices for noggin yeah so okay so I I grew up acting professionally in New York doing yep. a lot of on camera but that also kind of I was also booking voiceovers and I loved doing voiceovers I mean I yeah. loved doing both but when I went away to college mm. just before I went away to college I got offered I'd been working a lot with Nickelodeon I did a bunch of on-camera stuff for them okay. as a kid and animated stuff but one of the producers there was like launching this new network called noggin and he's like hey can you be the voice of the network I'm like, yes, but I'm going away to college. And he's like, don't worry. We can work around your schedule. Just fax us your schedule. <laughs> Not to do it myself. But... <laughs> so we ended up working. Like I ended up working from college. Like I, I wasn't able to go abroad because I was working, but worth it. And because yeah. I love working yeah. and like genuinely love it. And then I would go home back to New York for the summers and audition. And yeah, anyway, so 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 then I, so I, I really fell in love with voiceover. Mm-hmm. And like I loved acting and I loved doing voiceover. So the, you know, the happy like media, the happy place is the animation. So, and then, you know, I was auditioning and then I got a call back for this, like, you know, I think it was like Dumbo part two or something. And I, you know, the casting person like suggested that I move to LA after school, which I was going to do anyway, because I was going to produce TV. And lo and behold, when I moved out here, like, yeah, like I'd already had an agent. So like that was, you know, like that wasn't a problem. Fresh meat in town. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, And I ended up like, you know, Booking pretty quickly, like it, I think it took me a year, and I was like, I had booked like five pilots, and like three of them turned into shows. Like it was pretty crazy. It happened That's fast because yeah. I, I know, like I, you know, like it didn't happen like that. You know, I definitely paid my dues, like as a kid going to auditions, and it that took many, many years. And then by the time I'd come out here. I paid many dues and it happened. But if you think about that, right, it's like so at at your sound and your age and where you're coming in, you already have 10 years. Yeah. 12, you know, 10 or 12 years experience. Yeah, So you really do. You've kind of paid your dues in advance. So you're like already ready. And that's why I really think that doing working – 
as a kid, like mm-hmm. professionally as a kid in any, you know, field, I think is such a great thing because it yeah. really gives you a like a, you know, a head start. And yeah. like to be professional, I don't know. It's just like yeah. I'm so pro, you know, if your kid has like an interest, mm-hmm. like go like help them. As go long for as you it. can find the balance. I you yeah, know, I when sure. I was definitely like yeah. I was in a different market. Boston didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of film TV or anything, but I knew yeah. I wanted to be an actor and I really wanted to be a kid actor. My mother was like, Oh, you're gonna end up like Drew Barrymore. Like <laughs> it's just bad news. It's you know, you're just gonna be, you know, child stars were just like it was the eighties, so they were like just all kinds yeah, of Yeah, those know. are like the poster children of like that's the, yes. all they knew were like those stories. But yeah. there's so many people who had such a great experience, yeah. you know, acting like acting professionally and, you know, and I don't know, like yeah. if I, I like if you had lived in a city that had access, like you would have been doing it. Totally. And probably VO because I was a weird looking kid. Yeah. <laughs> was a weird, I remember I entered like a modeling competition. It was like it was so bad. They were like, they're like number 32. Where are you? Number 32. And I was like in back trying to change into my next outfit because like it just didn't. I need to get see it. a picture. You were probably super adorable sure and would have raised a ton. Oh or, my like, god. You were a retainer been. and like glasses. And I remember I was like, I had my glasses and I was like pretending like there were sunglasses I was like walk down the runway and then like <laughs> look over my glasses oh like my they did God. in like you know a guest commercial yeah it, that's hilarious, hilarious. I, I really hope you can enter Very that tape sunshine here <laughs> insert that tape here <laughs> Let's see if my mom can find it. Oh, yeah. So so then you started working. You, you had a couple shows for Nickelodeon. Loud House. Yeah. You were working on that super long-running show for Nickelodeon yeah. still. Oh, my God. We just got picked up for a seventh season. What? This is, like, the longest show I've ever been on. That's like, amazing. It's, yeah. It's, it's – uh, I just – I feel so lucky, like, you yeah. know, to be on such a, a great show. And so and you you voice two different characters, two yeah. wildly different characters, Lucy yep. and Lynn. And yep. I think that's so interesting. Lynn Loud, baby. Yeah. Dutch <laughs> oven. She's nasty. <laughs> and then Lucy Loud, sigh. And they happen to be roommates. Uh. So... Yeah, so I get to, to voice a lot of like back and forth between those two. That was fun because that was like my first time being two major characters, like two, yeah. you know, in a in a show. So that was really fun to like go back and forth and you know wow. hone that skill. Yeah, I, I like learned on the spot. You know, it's not like I had that skill before that show. So <laughs> that was. And don't you think like like being in those ensemble records just brings the best of everybody's performance forward? You just learn so much from being in the same room. 100%. And you get some really strong players on that show. Yeah, that cast is so fun. Like everybody is just so rooted in their characters. Like mm. they are their characters. <laughs> and just, it just makes me so happy to like be in that room. And like, I mean, I haven't been in that room for, you know, yeah. COVID years, but mm-hmm. we have, you know, ensemble Zoom records. It's not it's not the same, but it's yeah. still fun. But I just, just yeah. hearing everybody and like, it, it's like a symphony, like all the voices <laughs> coming together and to make this like family like the loud family it's just it's so nice did you know a lot of the actors on the show before you started yeah working? you know it's a small community mm-hmm. so you know you work with people here and there and then I feel like the start of a a new show it's mm-hmm. always like the first day of school when you like yeah. go to the show and you get to see like who else you're working with and like yeah <laughs> hi can I sit here <laughs> yeah that's really funny and it's like I, I just love it. It's just so much fun to like, yeah, like that's who you work with and that's who, you know, it's like, I mean, it's not like we're going to an office job. Like yeah. we're working with, you know, our castmates and yeah, whoever else is on the show. But Any lifelong friendships come out of that show? Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm friends with, you know, friendly with a lot of them. But yeah, so you like you work here and there with people. And then when you're on a show together, it's yeah. like you get to bond and, you know, be, you get to know each same other. Same team. And yeah. Just, yeah. It, and especially ones that run that long. It's like mm-hmm. you just go through so much together, you know? Yeah. So that's fun. You've been on some really amazing shows. I mean, Adventure Time for sure. What a yeah. What an interesting and fun ride that was. That was definitely an interesting one. Yeah, really fun. What really. did you know about the show going into it? I didn't know much. I knew that it was popular, mm-hmm. but like it hadn't even reached just like peak popularity. Yeah. It was already on the air. So that's also really cool to be able to, you know, do some research and like YouTube the show mm-hmm. before you audition for it and know yeah. who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You know, the scene was with like Finn. So mm-hmm. I got to see, like hear him and like, you know, and when I went over the audition, I you know, visualized myself talking to him and I knew who I was talking to. But yeah, I joined, I think I joined like at the very end of like, second season Mm -hmm. and then like third season began with my character but being on that show Mm -hmm. when it was like it's like you know upward trajectory was a wild ride I mean that was the first show that you know was that big and was such a huge cultural phenomenon and like getting to ride that wave like going to the conventions like it was just amazing it was life-changing it was life-changing and what about your character flame princess she, uh, you know, it was they they took Flame Princess in in a very interesting direction in the end. <laughs> and, you know, that's another thing. It's like you never know, like, where these characters are going to go and, like, what's going to happen. And it's just it's just fun to be a part of that, like, evolving process. You know, yeah. it's, it's. Had you worked with J.G. Quintle before? The so, so JG created Close Enough. So he was he was from Regular Show, and then yeah. Pendleton Ward did Adventure Time. Right. Okay, yeah, and yeah. they were actually like in the same time, like like Regular Show and Adventure Time were like the two big shows on a, on a Cartoon Network at the time. So like yeah, they, there was a lot of crossover fans, and yeah, and then years later, JG created Close Enough, which yeah. which which I'm on now, which was which is also like an awesome project to be a part of. Yeah, let's which, talk about that project a little bit. Yeah, it's HBO Max. It's on HBO Max. And it's just so cool because, like, JG, the creator, plays the main character, which he also did on regular show. And just to be, like, in the room with him, like, he's brilliant. He's a genius. And, like, you know, it's, like, it's just – it's so cool. Like, his mind works in such a different way than, like, you know, like, uh, the voice actors. Mm -hmm. Like, he just has, like, such a complete – you know, picture of like everything that's cool. He's he's just it was just awesome. It's awesome to work with him. But I play the kid, Candace. so I play Candace, who's the daughter, and it's about you know it's very funny. It's about like a couple who lives in LA, and LA is so ridiculously expensive. They can't <laughs> afford rent. So they split like a house. They have roommates <laughs> based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And like you know, chaos ensues. Like yeah. it's obviously like lots of inappropriate stuff. Like with kid living there and crazy like roommates. Yeah, and then, yeah, being on that show, like, I became a mom myself, and... So that happened as you were recording, like, Yeah, I was on that show for so long, Mm -hmm. like, from the time, you know, very rarely do I get to be, do you get to be a part of a show from, like, the very beginning stages? Yeah. And I actually, it was the same with Loud House, like, Mm. I was on, like, the short and then it, like, turned into a pilot. And then it turned into a long-running show. And, like, with, you know, with uh, Close Enough, I was on, like, the very beginning. And I I saw a lot of, like, changes. Like, they tried out a lot of different actors. And, like, so, you yeah. know, I was, like, holding my breath the whole time. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I hope I have this. I hope I get to stay. Well, Which I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was meant to be. Can you want to demonstrate what a little Candace sounds like? Candace. Candace is such a... A spunky character. She's just like, um, mom, dad, no, we're not going to do that. Wait, what are you?
doing? Can you take me to the ham factory? Like, it's just, like, all this, like, weird <laughs> stuff. Like, there's, like, he works at, like, a, there's, like, a hot, there's episodes of, like, hot dog factory, like, and it's a well, crazy show. I mean, we all know how much children <laughs> adore hot dogs for some reason. It's, like, yeah. primary food group. There's some, like, Mac crazy. Cheese, hot dogs. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly. That's pretty much all my yeah. favorites. <laughs> yeah. I know. I really got to, like, widen the palate. I know. There, like. I know. We're in a bit of a, we're yeah, a, bit we're of a funk these days, but. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, it's fun when you your work can kind of reflect your life a little bit and you're growing in your work as you're growing as a human. Yeah, and it adds to it. Like I got to yeah, it just really adds to the whole thing. So yeah. as an actress, like as your, you know, your experience. Yeah. I mean what it's what you bring it, to it. It's very cool how you've created some of these amazing pivotal roles. Even like I was gonna say Summer Penguin on Muppet Babies. Yeah, that was you know what a what a wild show because one of my favorite shows growing up. With yeah, babies. right. I love that show growing up yeah. too. And, you know, you see like the casting thing come through and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I auditioned for the character actually changed. It originally was a sheep. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So, cool. so there's a lot of like, ba- like I incorporated lots of boss, you know, then it ended up being turning into Summer Penguin, which is like, you know, the new Muppet baby. And that was like crazy to be like, you know, the new kid on the block and like like a playroom of people we already knew, right? Yeah. So that was really fun. And then Summer is very, like, Summer is best friends with, well, she likes everybody, but she's friends with Gonzo. She's, she helps Animal out and she's just like such a cool, like warm, you know, penguin. She's Aww. she's awesome. <laughs> she's just like you. <laughs> That's she's, so fun. Yeah. I missed that show. The last episode just aired. So, you know. Did you hear there was something new, new version coming out or something like that? I don't know. I mean, we did, they did like some shorts with puppets. Mm-hmm. So that would be cool if they did went you get the to puppet voice route. The I did an ADR. Oh, and wow. I got to visit the set, so I got to see them do the puppets, and then I got to, like, you know, I did the ADR for it. But that would have been awesome to be able to, like, operate the puppet, but that's well, a whole other skill set. Like, yeah. I, yeah. It's funny. Frank Todaro is a puppeteer. He's coming on later. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to explore that world. Yeah. Like, it's You know, Keith Ferguson, fun. voice actor Keith Ferguson, yeah. he does a lot of puppeteering, and there was a, a oh. workshop you could take, and they would do live puppet performances, and they were amazing. We mm. went to go see a couple of his shows. So um, fun. I can look into room. Maybe if I uh, remember, which I probably won't, I could insert a link here. <laughs> and let me know if you go back, like if it's back on, I'll go, let's go together. We'll go to like a puppet show. Yeah! Well, life show. is slowly coming back. Yeah. It's a trickle. It's a trickle. So yeah. let's just hope that it starts to flow a little bit more. Yes. Hey guys, this is Allison Packard. Sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to let you know that if you like the show, please, please, please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us to get heard by more people. Thanks so much. Okay. I know it's like most of your career has kind of been built around like prelay animation and doing original animation. And now you've kind of been doing some more anime and anime is becoming just so much more popular. How has yeah. the difference been between doing regular animation, which is usually starts with the voice record as opposed to doing anime, which is dubbing? Yeah. You know, it's funny because like I really like was gunning for anime. Yeah. Like, I really wanted to do anime yeah. for a few reasons. Yeah. But also like, you know, when you do same thing, 
training over and over again. You come, you kind of want a new challenge, you yeah. know? So I've been doing a lot of relay and <laughs> original animation. And yeah, like dubbing is just a whole different skill set. Mm-hmm. And it's so much fun to challenge yourself in a new way in something you do so, you know, so often. And it's, yeah, it's just been, it's also like the projects are so different because, yeah. it, you know, it comes from like Japan and, or, you know, from other countries too, but. Often adult just, audience yeah. or teen It's audience. such different like storylines and different like themes and different mm. everything. And it's, it's just so wild. Like yeah. I just, I love it. It's so fun to do t- different types of projects. And like, I just did an anime feature film <gasps> called Bell, which uh-huh. was so awesome. And you got um, a theatrical release? Yeah, it was a theatrical yeah. release. Wow. Like how, like that, that doesn't Amazing. really happen that did often. Did you go see it in the theaters? I got to see it like a, in the IMAX theater as a sound test. Ah. So this was still kind of during COVID, you know? And so, but we got to go during the, for a sound test in IMAX. It was just Uh like me and my mom and my hubby and my sister and then the director of the, of Bell, Michael Center Nicholas, and who's a brilliant director and voice actor himself. And, and it was just like, yeah, what a crazy experience. But it was just epic. Like it was just epic. Like that movie was just so awesome. Oh. Yeah. Do you do anime too? Yeah. yeah. I've been doing a handful of stuff. That's and cool. Yeah, it's fun. And how do you like the difference between prelay and dubbing? Well, I feel like I've been doing dubbing for a while because I started working on a show called Poppycat about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was dubbed from England. So it's still a preschool show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Dubbed from England. Yeah. British voices to American voices. Oh, really? Yeah. That, I've never Nick heard Jr. of them doing that. That's... Yeah, sometimes with little kids, I think yeah. it's like Peppa the Pig is obviously not dubbed. And like they... Bluey. Bluey. Yeah. Yeah, but they wanted so cool. this okay. to American voices, so I got to work on that. And so I was used to the timing and the dubbing and even like Tom and Jerry show. It's a board-driven show, so they start with the storyboards and then they go to the animatic and then we come in. So we already have timings that we have to hit. So I guess mm. I was like a little more used to it and then I worked in a show called Yokai Watch that went on for a while and that was uh, – but I hadn't really delved into anime as much as recently when I, I was Yeah, like, there's just oh, so much more of it now. Yeah. Which, yeah, I'm so happy. It's like gaining popularity. And it's interesting because like to dub something from English, like you already have the timing. It's there. Yeah. But to go from Japanese, like it's just so – it's it's so tricky because like mm-hmm. the lip flop – the lip flaps are off. You got to figure out like, you know, the technical stop – this technical aspect of it and it's – Yeah, it's yeah. like doing karaoke. You have the, yeah. you have the line and then you're watching it. So sometimes the line is not aligned. So you have to look over here and then look over there. And you're like, so it's like very technical. I know. So and it holds a lot so, of things in your head. And like you would know, like I'm so used to just like playing and repeat and going off strictly off the timing. Like I'm not used to going off of the actual lip flap. So it's like a big change. Yeah, you got to like, you yeah. know. <laughs> but thank God we, you know, always have directors with us to yes. guide us and be like, you know what? Guide That's us. That's two more lip flaps. We're going to cut this word. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. It's going to work better. Yay. Well, I actually know you have to get to a dubbing gig after this show. Yes. So um, I want to make sure that we get you out of here on okay. time. Thanks so much for having yes. me. Yes. Is there anywhere that our fans can find you online? I'm on Instagram at Jessica DiCicco. And are you on TikTok? Do you do TikTok? Yeah. I need to talk to you about this. It's fun. I need to know how to do this because <laughs> it's fun. But yeah. yeah, I'm on Instagram. That's my main thing. Awesome. Because I'm a mom of two and it's hard to manage yes, all these things. So Yeah. Well, thanks for coming, Jessica. So we appreciate it me. so much. Guys, yeah. if you stick around till the entire end of the episode, I hope that you are subscribing. Please share this with anybody that you think might be interested. And we'll see you next week. Bye. 
Thanks for tuning in to Allison's Wonderland, where we explore the wild and wonderful world of animation and video games. Please remember to subscribe and leave us a review. For more episodes of Allison's Wonderland, please visit us at www.allisonpacker.com. See you next week.